you know, if I would have applied myself, I could have gone to the NBA. You think so? Yeah, I think so. But it's just like, it's been done. You know, I didn't want to, <laughs> I was like, I don't want to be a follower. Hi, I'm Jason Concepcion. And I'm Shay Serrano. And we are back. We have a new podcast from Wondery. It's called Six Trophies. Woo! And it's the f-ing best. Each week, Shay Serrano and I are combing through all the NBA storylines, finding the best, most interesting, most compelling stories, and then handing out six pop culture themed trophies for six basketball related activities. Trophies like the Dominic. Toretto, I live my life a quarter mile at a time trophy, which is given to someone who made a short-term decision with no regard for future consequence. Or the Christopher Nolan Tenet trophy, which is given to someone who did something that we didn't understand. Catalina wine mixer trophy. Ooh, the Lauren Hill, you might win some, but you just lost one trophy. And what's more, the NBA playoffs are here, so you want to make Six Trophies your go-to companion podcast through all the craziness. Follow Six Trophies on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. Listen ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus. What these young bloods have to understand that this game has always been and will always be about buckets. Just attack the basket. What's good, my people? Welcome into Buckets Action Network's NBA Daily Betting Podcast. We're in the workshop for the Thursday edition. I am your host, Sean Little, of course, with me always on Thursdays, JD, Joe Dallaire. What's up, baby? Good, man. We're chilling. We're chilling. Had a good day today, uh, getting after it. So this is going to be a good slate. We got these lines early, so we've had a little bit of time to brew. How you doing, man? Absolutely. I'm doing great. I love the slate. I love the spot I picked. Let's jump right into it. JD, give me your best bet. I'll give mine, and then we'll break them down. What are you looking at? Dude, I've been on a little Bulls kick. I don't know if it's recording with you or what, but I'm on the <laughs> Bulls. I'm on the Bulls minus five and a half against the Charlotte Hornets. I love the spot. What about you? Look at that. We see we don't talk about these plays before we get on. We we do our homework, hit record, and hop on. I am also loving the Bulls minus five and a half, minus one ten at FanDuel in Charlotte. This is interesting. We'll we'll both break down our reasoning. I wonder if we cross up at any spot, and then um we'll take a look at the rest of the slate and go from there. JD, why do you like the Bulls in Charlotte? Dude, I mean, they just had that embarrassing loss to the Pacers. And I mean, the thing is with the Pacers, like their offense is still good. I get that they don't have Tyrese Halberton right now, but you still got you got some young guns. You got McConnell's a little bit. He's getting to be a wily vet. Like Are you, we'll talk, you, mean, you mean I don't you mean John Stockton Jr.? Is that <laughs> yeah, is right? that who you're talking about with TJ McConnell? Yeah, Dude, he's been crazy. He's been crazy. So, you know, they got him, they got Matherin. They got a little bit more firepower than what I'm seeing out of the Charlotte Hornets squad. Um, when you look at this, the Bulls, they're about middle of the pack in terms of adjusted net rating. When we go and look at the Hornets, they're 27. They are literally just so bad on both offense and defense. Uh, they're not going to have LaMelo. Uh, they, they're just – they're not a very good basketball team right now. And even though there's – differences of opinion on how bad this team is and whether they're going to be selling guys like they should be actively selling people uh and trying to tank and get into the Wembenyana sweep sweepstakes uh and you know they're right there they're right there they're only 13 and 36 
this is a spot where the Bulls, you know, they think of themselves still as a playoff team. Uh, they think of themselves as playoff contenders. And off, after that, like, really, really brutal loss, they got a day off. They got to regroup. I think they're going to come out firing here, and they're going to take care of the Hornets. And that's a team that they already beat earlier in the season, uh, 106 to 88, you know, a matchup where the Hornets also didn't have LaMelo. So I think that this is – I wouldn't be surprised if this is a double-digit win for the Bulls. I agree with you, and I'm going to give you a few reasons why. We don't cross up too much on reasoning, so I'm glad I could shed some more light on why I love this spot. Bulls minus five and a half, minus 110 in Charlotte. Fifth game in eight days for the Hornets. First game back after four straight on the road, two being on the West Coast. Listen to this travel schedule. Houston to Atlanta to Utah to Phoenix, now back to Charlotte. That's a lot of games and a grueling travel schedule for that Charlotte Hornet squad. A spot I like to fade is the first home game back after a four-plus game road trip. Guys are happy to be home. They're hanging out with their families. They're hanging out with the homies. They're linking up with chicks and girlfriends around the city that they haven't seen in a week. Like, I know that's all that stuff is funny, but all that stuff is part of cap. These are human beings we're talking about. They'll typically come out sluggish in that first game back at home. Since the 2016-2017 season, teams playing their first game home coming after a four-plus game road trip are 199 and 227 and six. Six pushes in there against the spread. That's 46.7% in that spot. Overall, this year, Charlotte has been brutal at home against the spread. 6-14-1 at home against the spread. They're just bad, like, like J.D. was laying out. I agree 100%. Hornets are 27th in overall net rating at minus 7.1. The Magic, who are 26th, who are just in front of them, are at 3.1. This team is at the bottom of the barrel in the NBA with the Pistons, the Rockets, and the Spurs. Uh, the Bulls aren't typically a team you want to back as a road favorite. 0-5 no. this year against the spread with a point differential of minus 10.6. Now, I think that is baked into the line. That's why we're coming up with a 5.5, which is a short number for me. I think this yep. number should be somewhere around 6.5 or minus 7. And also, with how inconsistent the Bulls have been playing, I still think it's too short. Give me the Bulls, who are 7-3 and three against the spread in their last 10 games, have been playing better, were up big against the Pacers, until our guy T.J. McConnell came in and took over. The Bulls are putting it together a smidge with um, with DeRozan, with Levine, and with Vucevic. Levine had a really, really bad stretch there at the end of the game versus yeah. the Pacers, which cost them quite a bit. The Hill play better, no LaMelo ball. I like this spot. This number should be seven, seven and a half. I see the Bulls getting a double-digit win as well, covering the number yeah. here in Charlotte. And I think honestly, like, because it looks like um, we're seeing that there there's some rumblings that maybe LaMelo and Gordon Hayward, like maybe they play. But honestly, like, even if they do, they're both coming off of injuries. Hayward, I would think I would even I think both of them, honestly, we should be more nervous that they even number one, that they play number two, that their minutes aren't managed like significantly. So, you know, even if you do see them play. This line, maybe what goes to Bulls minus four. And at that point, then like, I really like the spot. So it's one of those, like, if they get ruled out, maybe it goes to the seven, like you're, we're saying, like formally ruled out. But even if they are ruled in at the four, like you're still, 
you're, I think you're still in a good spot here with Chicago based on the fact that like, these are two players like LaMelo, they're not going to trade, but like Gordon Hayward is a great trade chip. And I don't think they're going to want to be pushing him back to, you know, to, to play potentially re-aggravate whatever he's got going on uh, and deal with that injury. So LaMelo has got multiple issues. If he, even if he does play, it's going to be in a limited capacity, I would think. So yeah, I agree. So I, I, the bulls are great here. Yeah, I agree. Fifth and eight days is is a very tough stretch. No matter no matter who it is, how young the squad is, and um, yeah, I like the Bulls in this spot quite a bit. So I'm looking forward to seeing how they come out. Now you know we're recording this the night before here on Wednesday night late, so there could be some changes on the roster, just like JD laid out. But as it sits right now, I like the Bulls at minus five and a half to get it done. Looking at the rest of the slate. We have a very interesting game. We got the Suns and the Mavs. I know. So Aiton, he's missed the past couple games, and they upgraded him to, I guess, questionable at this point in time. So we're not, we're we're probably not sure if he's going to play or not. I guarantee you, that's going to be one of those, you know, those sneaky game time decisions that we don't know about. We're not going to see prop lines out. Like it's just going to be, it's going to be a nightmare. But I know if he doesn't play, one of the spots that I capitalized on in the last game was Bismack Biombo over one and a half blocks. Uh, he, it was at plus 155. Wouldn't be surprised to see that again, especially against this Mavericks team that like really likes to drive, they like to get into the paint um, and try to attack those cutting lanes. And like Biombo is like a big dude. So two blocks for sure. He can do that. He's now hit that in five of nine without Deandre Ayton this season. But I don't know if you have thoughts on the overall game. Cause you know, the Mavs, the Mavs like to beat up on the Suns a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> yes, they have to say the least over the last Earlier this year, and of course, we know about the playoffs and what happened last year. With that number hanging around the one is is very interesting to me. Just overall, that it's just one of those spots where it's like Dallas on the road. That's the first thing I think about anytime yeah. I see Dallas and they're not playing at American Airlines. So it's yeah, it's 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 a question mark. The other big game that we were looking at was Boston. Now coming off oh, of yeah. two, coming off of two straight L's at home to back at home to the Knicks, all the boys coming off the injury report, Marcus Smart potentially will be available. So that not that number right now, as we record, sits at minus seven and a half. Knicks coming off a big W versus the Cavs in yeah. the garden. That was been, that's been a talking point of Knicks have been good on the road, but haven't been that good at the garden. They get a big W. Mitchell comes back, tries to, you know, flex a little bit at Madison Square Garden. They end up taking the L in a really good game. By Julius, this stuff that Julius Randle is doing in the first quarter, it's crazy. It's crazy. (laughs) This guy guy in the first quarter, it's crazy. So (laughs) I've never seen because I'm following him closely over at MSG. That's where I work on the day to day. I'm always over there. I'm always breaking down a bunch of film and talking about those guys all the time. He does these things in the first quarter that just don't even make sense, and he it. When he gets off to a really good start in the first, it rolls through the rest of the game. Yeah, and Dude, when he puts it, and when he put together that stretch of like where he was scoring like thirty plus and fifteen rebounds, he was just continuing the momentum and just rolling in night in night out. When he yeah. gets off to a really slow start, it, it that you that's usually how the rest of his game goes. You spirals. Never, yes, he spirals and he doesn't play very well. So yeah, it's really interesting if you're looking at the Knicks 
and potentially in a live bet situation as well. If, if Julius Randle comes out and is hot like he was in the first, he stays engaged, he stays locked in the entire four quarters. So just something to keep keep it keep your mind and eye on as you're watching the Knicks. Yeah, he uh he was a savage against the Cavs. He hit five of seven threes in the first quarter, which is just it's just ridiculous. Like he yeah. catched the whole ladder all at once. So like I know you brought this up actually. Um, I think a couple of pods ago when we were talking about Randall and like whenever he hands a bunch of threes, you know, he's coming out firing next the, game. The so. next, if we could, if they had a market for three point attempts tomorrow in Boston, <laughs> I'm telling you, I've, I see this every single night. He is going to get shots up tomorrow. I would yeah. take a look at Julius Randall's three point prop. It's two and a half. Two and a half. Two and a half is typically where it's been all year. Because yeah. they, they they can't make it three and a half, right? They can't like make it three and a half. Everybody's gonna just pound the under on it. Yeah. So, but I would take a look. Like the the volume. I always talk when I'm talking props. I I worry about usage. I worry about volume. Are they gonna get looks? That is the first thing I look at. Like if I'm looking at a PRA, he's gonna have to get a ton of usage. Like if he's yeah. not gonna get, I'm not even look. That's like the first thing I'm looking at. If that doesn't match or don't, I don't like where it's at, I'm not even going forward with it. I'm gonna tell you right now. Julius Randle is going to get shots up. He'll get seven or eight threes up tomorrow. So yeah. if you do like that spot after you're doing your homework, you won't have to worry about volume from Julius Randle. Yeah, I think I think I like that spot. It's at the two and a half um, mark. I think that's great. And like one of the guys, and I think, but I do think that the one thing that I'm concerned about with the Knicks is like they were able to beat the Cavs right um, in this matchup. They won 105 to 103, but not having Mitchell Robinson, I think, is like a really big deal. Yeah. Um, and you know, we're going to be playing the Celtics. I say we, because they hurt me like, as if I'm on the team, <laughs> but like, you know, the Knicks, like they actually won the rebound battle against the Cavs by one, which I was a little surprised about, but they got smoked in the paint. Uh, the Cavs scored 52 points in the paint yeah. and Jarrett Allen went crazy. He had 24 and 12. So the guy that I think would benefit the most from this, obviously like Robert Williams can kind of get some maybe some easy putbacks, like sure. So maybe I'll look for him for like a double-double type of prop. But I feel like Jalen Brown is the guy that like puts the ball on the ground and like drives into the paint. Like, I don't know about you, but like I think we're going to get a low line because he's coming back off, you know, like a game off and stuff. Like I think we're going to be getting a good line on him, maybe like a 25 or so. It's probably a spot that I want to that I want to look for um, just because I think he's going to be able to get into the paint because Sims and Hartenstein just – you know, they're not, they're not nearly as good defensively. Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring this podcast. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System, you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. At hundreds of locations across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE system technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's unifydhealing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system.
Hardenstein had a big block, closed that game the other night. Yeah, he 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 definitely took the bitch's <laughs> Gatorade too. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I I'm I'm aligned with you. There's there's a bunch of good spots here on that Thursday NBA slate. We're gonna leave it there for Joe Delaire to recap official play. We're both on Bulls minus five and a half in Charlotte. We love this spot. Let's see how it shakes. For Joe Delera, I am Sean Little. Make sure you subscribe. Holler at us on Twitter. He's at Joe Delera. I'm at Chicago Flow. Sean Little, follow us on the Action Network app. Let's get buckets. Until next time, we'll see y'all in. Action Network reminds you, please gamble responsibly. If you or someone you care about has a gambling problem, help is available 24-7 at 1-800-GAMBLER.